A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration and collaboration creates community and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck and this is Face to Face. Watch Films, Make Change is the tagline for the Real World uh, Film Festival coming up October 12th to 16th at the Harborfront Centre. Check them out online, realworld.ca. My guest today is Gabe Lindo, and we, we had an interesting conversation about film, about social impact, social change. Uh, we had a great conversation. Uh, Gabe's a great guy. He's the executive director of the Real World uh, Film Festival and has lots to say, not only about the festival, but about, about social change and about impact and about how to change the conversation. He talks a little bit about uh, new forms of storytelling as well. And I think I think you're going to find this interesting on a variety of levels. I think you're going to find uh, it engaging on a whole lot of other levels. So do tune in and also definitely check out uh, the festival online, October 12th to 16th, uh, realworld.ca. It's at the Harbor Front uh, Center and some great films uh, coming up uh, in the next uh, little while. And Gabe talks about some of those as well. And don't forget rabble.ca, davidpecklive.com for more info about my podcasting and public speaking and my writing. And uh, stay tuned. Gabe Lindo. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a special guest today uh, from uh, Toronto. We're we're not sadly face to face as we often are, uh, but Gabe Lindo, the executive director of Real World, is here with us today, and I, I think he's going to be talking about a whole lot of things. But but I think we're going to be focusing on a film festival coming coming up in the next few days. Gabe, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. So so I guess. I guess my interest right out of the gate is the Real World Film Festival. Tell us about that. It's coming coming up within a week or so's time. Love to hear about that, but but maybe you can throw a few thoughts in there about the organization as well. Yeah, certainly. Um, well, we're really excited uh, about the festival coming up. Uh, it's October 12th, and essentially the whole festival is focused on issue-driven films, uh, films with um, exploring pressing issues facing the world. And we're really excited about uh, being able to do that both through traditional storytelling and film, 
we added for the first time this year uh, virtual reality films huh. as well as interactive gaming. Um, and these are all, again, exploring uh, really pressing issues, everything from uh, the environment and climate change to the refugee crisis um, and as well um, other issues around um, domestic violence and, and other things. And so really, really excited to be able to uh, use different forms of storytelling to um, shed a light on a lot of uh, pressing things that are of importance to a lot of people. So when you so so Gabe, when you mention uh, interactive and virtual virtual uh, reality, does that mean that um, I get to take on the role of a refugee, for instance, or um, uh, uh, um, an international an internally displaced person, or something along those lines? Is that is that kind of what you mean? Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of uh, really even in the last twelve months, uh, a lot of great innovation around. How do you use the medium of virtual reality to immerse people in a story and make them feel and experience what it's actually like? Um, it, it's essentially what film does, uh, traditional storytelling. But what we found is that uh, you know, we have a, a project uh, that's premiering at the festival for the first time in Canada um, that's called Hard World for Small Things. And that puts you in a vehicle that is uh, driving through a community uh, that eventually uh, is pulled over by the police and uh, an incident occurs. But what's really great about it is that as you're, you're watching this experience with the VR headset, you actually feel like you're friends with the people in the car and you can empathize with them. And the, the event that's happening is actually taking place to taking place um, in your world. Uh, and so, again, these are not very long. A lot of these films are sure. anywhere from three to six minutes. Um, but uh, they definitely place you uh, in the situation. You can turn all the way around and have a 360 view of the world that you're in, and you'll be able to explore... Um, a refugee camp. You'll be able to explore um, Fallujah, as well as um, you'll be able to look at displacement uh, in refugee camps around around the world. So it's really, it's I think a really interesting way to uh, go deeper into a story. Is Gabe uh, wanting Gabe, to read an article um, about something? But yeah, no, it, so it sounds great. I mean, I, I remember uh, a course I did years ago at Humber College in international development, and there were, you know, animated versions of, I think, exactly what you're talking about of, you know, trying to situate you within a context and to give you a sense for some of the, you know, some of the issues. I mean, on some level, it, it almost seems a little, I don't know, disrespectful to say, oh, wow, I, I now know more what it means, you know, to live like a refugee because I played this video game. Uh, however... Right. However, I think, you know, your comment is really well taken. I mean, isn't what real world all about trying to create that sense of empathy? And, you know, like you mentioned, you know, you're pulled over by the police in this game and, and you know, you're, you're positioned in a way to, to care for <laughs> the people in the car with you, as you said, in, in, in this digital setting. 
Yeah, you know, I I saw that for that example that um, uh, that particular experience. I saw it about five months ago, and I still feel as though, in a way, it happened to me. Um, and and I, I get your point about you know not wanting to uh, make more of it than it is, but I do think that uh, what's exciting about uh, this medium is that it can actually immerse you and give you that feeling as though you're experiencing something in real time. Um, and it helps you to empathize with people in that situation. Um, it's the same with uh, a really powerful um, film called Across the Line that is, is coming to the festival as well. And this film is about, uh, it was actually um, done in partnership with Planned Parenthood. And this experience is uh, you're in the body of a woman who is walking towards an abortion clinic. And uh, what many people might not know is that oftentimes there are protesters hurling the vilest insults and comments towards uh, people at perhaps some of their lowest moments. And so in this experience, you're walking through and there are uh, crowds of people on either side of you and it's recreating the experience that uh, a woman would have to go through to get to uh, the clinic. And so again, it's it's one thing to read or to see a news clip on something, but it's something else to feel like you're going through that experience yourself. And I think that is what's really exciting about uh, this medium and makes it a really powerful empathy building machine. So, so just to be clear, uh, gave a real world film festival, but uh, in your in your sixteenth year, is that right? That's right. Yeah. So, so tell me about you know planting the seeds of social change. What what have you guys found out about social justice? Uh, what have you found out about the splash and ripple effect, the domino effect? You know, you know. I mean, obviously, empathizing with with others is is probably one of the first steps towards changing things to 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 making a better world you know whether it's environmentally or politically or socially what what have you learned have you learned that um hmm, i mean i can just let you answer the question or or throw a few more out there but i'd love to hear i mean it sounds to me like you guys are still pretty hopeful about what's next but but i'd love to hear some of the, the the lessons you've 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 taken away well, it's a great question, David, and uh, you know, I hope that I can do it justice. I think, you know, films in and of themselves can't create change. I mean, I think that um, what they can do is create awareness and they can amplify and create a spotlight on pressing issues. But ultimately, uh, it is up to the individual watching and also uh, various organizations who are actually on the ground working with campaign builders and educators. Uh, and I think that's a big reason as to why we've introduced um, the conversation room to our festival. So, um, you know, imagine you watch a film and it's a really powerful story and then the lights come up and the credits roll and basically, traditionally, we just leave and we go about our, our way. Um, one of the things that we're really trying to capture is how do we you know, leverage that moment where people have been inspired and actually have been drawn in to care about an issue. And how do we actually now connect that person with the different organizations or campaigns that are actually on the ground creating and working towards change? 
So that's a really important part of the festival experience where after you see a film uh, in a theater or a VR experience, we don't just send you home, but we actually have created a physical space and invited different organizations to participate so that you can actually find out more information about what they're working on. You can uh, explore volunteer opportunities or you can get more literature on the various initiatives that they're doing. Um, and so for us, that's, you know, for every single film that we're showing, we're going to have complementary organizations present uh, at the festival so that audiences can actually engage with them and, and get um, more so, uh, ways of getting involved. So is it kind of like a, 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 a more of a post-intimate Q&A or is it more of a almost a conference-like setting where you can approach a table and, and actually have a one-on-one -on -one with some of these folks? Yeah, it, it's both. I mean, so we're still doing uh, post-screening panels and conversations in theaters, but once they leave, we're actually pushing people into this big conversation space where different parts of the room will have organizations that represent um, the issues uh, related to each film. And you can go there, you can get a, get a coffee and chat and sit. There's tables, great. ottomans and whatnot. But it's a very relaxed environment. There's no pressure at all um, that people can you know, connect with other organizations, but also connect with each other and right. fellow audience members if they want to you know, decompress and uh, chat about uh, something that they saw. Um, and what's great is you just never know where those collaborations lead. Uh, you never know where um, the seed of inspiration comes from in terms of, uh, you know, someone that's been uh, in the theater that's sitting you know, 30 rows away from you, um, and then you, you happen to bump into them in the conversation room, and you become uh, allies towards uh, creating change in some way that was unexpected. So I've often um, that Gabe, part of it as well. It's yeah, it sounds sounds so great, Gabe. I think it's it's so important to try to continue to nurture that and water it, whatever that means. Uh, because it I think I think sometimes certainly I've you know been working in this sector for years and I, I kind of feel like, you know, these films, these ideas, these panels, these books are are kind of preaching to the converted, if you will. And 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 so you know, how, how do, how do we change the minds of others? How do we move the needle forward? And I don't know, it's got to start in dialogue. It seems to me. I think that's right. But I, I also think that, um, it, a big part of it is creating opportunities for people to, to right. get involved and take some form of action. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times when, you know, myself included, when I watch a really amazing story about something, I immediately go to Wikipedia or Google to find out whatever I can about that issue uh, because I want to do something. You know, I want to learn more about whatever I just watched. And um, I think what's key is that uh, that it's not just showcasing and presenting uh, you know, new stories to people, but it's also figuring out ways to connect them to the next step that they could take. Uh, whether it's a small change that they make in their own you know, personal consumption choices, or it's then taking a step to get more involved or then sharing the film or the ideas of it. So it really, I think, there isn't one outcome that is uh, the answer per se. It's going to be different for everyone. 
Um, the trick, to some extent, is to make sure that there are opportunities available for when people are engaged. What's uh, what are what? Are, I mean, obviously, you as executive director, I'm sure you've got lots of uh, great things to to say about the festival this year. But any any highlights for you that are really that you're really looking forward to, other than a few after after uh, film parties? Yeah, you know, for me, I'm really excited to see um, how our VR uh, lineup will fare. I mean, we have some really fantastic films, but what's really great is um, again. Uh, I think we, the way that we've situated the VR hub, um, it's going to make it for not just having an individual VR experience, but you'll have a chance to actually debrief with others who have seen it at the same time. So I'm really excited to see how that will play out. Um, but of course, you know, the, the film that we chose for our opening night in many ways uh, epitomizes what Real World is about, which is, you know, telling stories that. Um, are so important to be told and to sort of create spotlight around and shoots. The film Shadow World, um, which covers the global arms trade, uh, I think is, is truly uh, an important film, especially for now, because we know that so much of what we've been hearing about with um, ISIS and you know, Syrian refugee crisis, a lot of the issues that are global in nature um, result from the instability of global conflict. Mm. So this film does a really great job of showcasing, you know, what, where is this coming from? Like, where is this imperative to be um, continually uh, arming and spending more and more money on global arms? Um, so it's a really illuminating film that I, I, I hope that people really love, and I can't wait uh, to show that on opening night. Um, and then the other the other thing that I'm excited about is we're doing some really great things uh, in the evenings. They're not traditional parties per se. They're really taking um, films and pairing them with uh, different art forms. In, in particular, we have an event on uh, the Thursday of next week, the 14th, which is looking at pairing poetry and film. So there's nice. a, a poet who basically introduced. Um, a short film, and uh, we do that a number of times over the evening. And so I think it's going to be really exciting. The Toronto Poetry Slam uh, is working with us to bring some fantastic artists, and so I'm really excited to see how that works as well. It it sounds great. I mean, it almost sounds more like a, a, a an art installation of a sort rather than a film festival. I mean, it sounds like you guys got a whole lot going on, which must be pretty exciting. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, at the, at the core of it, it's just about storytelling, ultimately. Right. And, uh, you know, the key is that, you know, we all can be reached in different ways, whether it's uh, through a traditional film or if it's through a short film or a VR film. It doesn't really matter. Ultimately, what matters is that the stories um, are resonating and connecting uh, to the important issues. And so um, that's what really is that sort of, so solidifying theme across all of the initiatives that we're doing this year. Um, it's really just profiling uh, storytelling in all its forms focused on, um, you know, pressing social issues. And so um, we're really excited about 
uh, introducing um, a lot of really great projects to, to the city, and uh, we hope that uh, um, we can continue to build on that uh, interest. No, that's great. Um, so just before uh, we wrap it up, uh, Gavin, we give people some coordinates here. Do you have any, any real special guests coming this year? Uh, yeah, we, we do. Uh, you know, it's funny because, you know, this isn't a festival so much of um, of Hollywood and celebrities, per se. It's more so, you know, the real stars are the, um, the storytellers and the filmmakers who have, you know, in many cases spent a better part of their lives researching and finding the funding to, to bring these stories sure. to, to life. Um, and so we're really excited about um, uh, a number of, of folks that are coming, um, a number of really great storytellers that are coming, and uh, uh, we hope that we can uh, continue to create a, a platform for them. Um, you know, in particular, we have uh, Andrew, uh, who's fantastic. He's a writer of uh, Shadow World, and uh, Andrew Feinstein will, will be with us um, on opening night and the next night as well for a conversation. Um, and so for each of the films, our filmmakers will, will be there. Uh, and it's a real way to um, not just connect with um, the filmmaker, but also to hear about why the issues matter to them and why they invested so much of their lives in the uh, that's uh, that's 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 great, Gabe. I, I'm looking forward to getting out myself. Uh, it's October October the 12th to the 16th at Harborfront. Uh, people can register uh, or at least buy tickets, I should say, uh, realworld.ca, and that's real spelled R-E-E-L world.ca. Gabe, any, any last thoughts before we sign off? No, I just want to thank you, David, for for taking the time to, to chat. Um, we're really a huge fan of the work that you're doing and um, it's, it's something that we would love to continue to support and I hope you continue uh, the great work you're doing. Well, I re- really appreciate it, uh, Gabe. I really do. Thank you. Uh, I don't take those kind of comments lightly. Gabe Lindo, he is the Executive Director of the we- Real World uh, Film Festival, October 12 to 16. It's coming up uh, in the very near future and check them out uh, for more information online and tickets, realworld.ca. Thanks a lot, Gabe, for your time today. Thank you, David. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.